Harry Boys Nation, get excited! We've got ourselves a very special episode this evening. That's right, tonight we're coming to you from an undisclosed location because our super special guest happens to be someone that we've kidnapped! <gasps> oh, you bet your sweet hairy asses! Harry Boys Nation, isn't this a treat already? Delicious. <laughs> I'm just cracking up at the look on our super special guest's face. He looks like if Gandalf got blackout drunk at a frat party. <laughs> Anywho, our special guest tonight is none other than the disgustingly young multi-billionaire who has ruined all of our faces and therefore our lives. Sean Applewhite, everybody. Welcome to the show, Sean. You want to say hi to the audience? No, thanks. I'm good. This is Battle of the Bald, Episode 5, Confession. Obviously, Sean has got himself into some trouble here, to say the least. But I'd like to step away from this for a second to catch up with someone we haven't heard much from in a while. Margaret Applewhite. Sean's former business partner and mother. Last we heard from her, she exposed evidence of Sean's bogus claim of being the sole inventor of Revitalize and thrown a big lawsuit at him, and then immediately started making the late night talk show rounds. You are like my new God, Margaret. I mean, not technically like, I, I hope the father didn't hear that, but you know what I mean, <laughs> truly, truly. No, she is, she is Margaret Applewhite has gone from the background to the forefront of the struggle for women to get what they're owed. All in the last, what, what, 24 hours? About that, yeah. Now tell me about that transition and what brought you to decide to be honest about what your son took from you, who called you in a recent live stream, quote, the biggest liar in history since Lucifer, from the Bible, not the TV show, which is actually pretty good, end quote. Um... Well, I guess something inside me just buckled. I'd been so used to being steamrolled by my male colleagues in the past that when my own son did it to me, it barely even registered as inappropriate, you know? Bless your heart, your very own son. I can't imagine. I mean, my own son is just three years old now. <laughs> you better keep an eye on him. <laughs> He's probably sitting at home right now with his Legos plotting your downfall. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But no. Mason would never. But after Margaret took her victory lap, she received the news that the defendant in her lawsuit, Sean, had been taken by the Harry Boys and was being held hostage in a radio station somewhere in Houston. I recently spoke to Margaret about where her head was at that fateful day. Walk me through that day for you. After the interview on Bless Your Heart, but before everything else. I was sitting with my team of attorneys when one of them interrupted to show us his phone. And it just had Sean's picture with the headline, Hated Millionaire Captured by Hate Group. And one of the lawyers was just laughing and shaking his head about it, like, Oh my God, could this get any more absurd? And I just wanted to jump out the window. Here we were trying to figure out how to gut my son's assets so that I could be a little more rich than I already was, and my son's life was at risk. It made me feel sick. So I fired the lawyer on the spot, and I tuned into that madman's live stream. Sean, I want you to think of this little studio here 
as if it was a confession booth. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just play along. I'm your priest, and you're my sinner. Hallelujah! Also, I'm God. Gavin's new Harry Boy show on Pornstop was a far cry from the expensive-looking setup he once used on Video Hole. The room was dark, the walls were barren. It was just a grotesquely transformed Gavin Hollander sitting across from an equally deformed Sean who had his hands tied behind his chair. The microphones, laptop, and soundboard on the table looked hastily set up in whatever location they had decided to use. <clears throat> Tell me, son, what do you have to confess? I'm not doing this. You let my family and my assistants go. Come on, Sean. We've got a lot of people listening to us right now, and you got me kicked off video hole and broadcasting on Pornstop, a company I'm very thankful for, beautiful people of Pornstop. Thank you. Look, how much do you want? Name a number, and I'll give it to you. I don't want your money, Sean. I want you to be honest with me. You and me are victims of the same disgusting new world order, this enormous hidden cultural matriarchy. I'm mad at you! You kidnapped me so we could whine about women together? Well, there's also the small matter of finding a cure for revitalize, making its users look like a half-melted Ozzy Osbourne. My product is not necessarily responsible for But we'll for get that. to that later. You see, we tracked down a few comments from some women who don't exactly have the fondest memories of I have never once in my Quote, life... Quote, I worked with Sean Applewhite at Whataburger for three weeks, and he was easily the worst co-worker I've ever had in my life. End of quote, says some chick named Linda. That position was not a good fit for the level of ambition. Quote, he called me a stuck-up bitch and said it must be that time of the month after I repeatedly told him I was unavailable to cover a shift for him. End of quote. I don't recall that. Maybe I was referring to a monthly haircut that she got. I have a whole list here, but my point is that we're both assholes. We're just different flavors of assholes. You pander to these dipshits with your embarrassing cuckboy apologies while I own it and live my life. And what I'd love to do here, Sean, is do something that they won't give you a second chance. You're just mad because I accidentally messed up your face with my stupid drug. Of course I am! I look like the Elephant Man! So do you, by the way. Not sure if you've seen a mirror lately. You fit in here much better than you'd like to admit. Here, look at yourself, Quasimodo! Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I missed my face appointment. Didn't you have any idea this could happen? You are a scientist, right? Your mommy says otherwise, but you seem like a smart cookie to me. Fine. My mom's the chemist. Is that what you wanted to hear? Just don't hurt my family, man. I just met them, basically. They don't deserve any of this. In the lab, I was my mom's assistant. Her gopher. <laughs> What? Well, boy, howdy, you heard it here first. Sean Applewhite was a big, fat zero in the laboratory, while his mother was the true brains of the Revitalize operation. Oh, my God! I only worked with my mom because I got fired from Whataburger. 
She was nice to give me something to do. I lived at her place rent-free. I was a fuck-up. I am a fuck-up. Oh, you're bringing tears to my eyes, Sean. Oof, this is why I could never be a priest. This is why? Gavin, you copped to being an asshole, but you literally killed my driver. Oh, bullshit! My men did that. You probably don't even know the driver's name. His name was Danny. It was Donnie. His name was Donnie. We didn't talk much, but he drove me places and played music that I enjoyed. And, and... You sent one of your guys on a suicide mission to burn down my building. Okay. All right. Since we seem to be putting our cards on the table here, I'll just say it. I have no idea who burned down your building. Bullshit. I mean, I guess it worked to my advantage that it got you scared enough to run off to your daddy's ranch, but arson ain't my style, kid. Now who's lying to their audience? Hey, what can I say? I got a little lucky is all. We're broadcasting live in here, dumbass. What do you want? I know, I know it, boss. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, there's this lady on the phone. Says, uh, says she's his mom. Oh, excuse me. Well, this could be interesting. I wasn't planning to do a lame call-in show, but what the hell? Put her on. Put her on? On the air. With us. Uh, I've never really connected a phone call with the, uh, with the, um, uh... Uh, Charlie knows how to do it, I'm pretty sure. Just go ask Charlie Yes, and... sir. Just, you got it, sir. Uh, sorry for the question. Uh, it's hard to find good quality assistance. Yeah, no, I've fired most of my assistants. It's a thankless job, so people kind of put the minimum amount of effort into it. Like you at Whataburger. Oh, totally. Have you guys figured it out yet? We're making terrible small talk in here. Woo, doggy! Yes, indeed you are, madame! Ladies and gentlemen... Oh, who am I kidding? Gentlemen, I'd like to introduce my second guest in this little family reunion. Margaret Applewhite! Yes, hi, everyone. Now, Margaret, tell me, what's the best part about... No, no, we're not doing whatever that was gonna be. I'm calling you with an offer in exchange for my dumbass son's life. An offer? <laughs> well, Sean's already offered me money, so, uh, what is this, a sexual proposition? Dude. It's not money, and I'm not gonna acknowledge the other part. I've seen what's happened to your faces. I know it's the fault of our chemical. And as Sean's been kind enough to admit, he's not really the person responsible for concocting it. <sighs> that person is me. So I'm the only person who may be able to reverse the effects. Well now, you're saying you'll be able to return my beautiful face to its former glory? The same goes for my men, I presume? That's right. Every single member of your group will have the effects of the drug completely reversed. Okay. Um, I'm mulling it over. Live on the air. Doing a little mulling. Hmm. All right, well, I suppose with any negotiation, there's a flip side, as in, what do you want in return? Oh, I don't know. How about my son not being killed? How about you return everyone you've kidnapped over there? You do have Sean's assistance and family, correct? Yeah, 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 I got them all. Uh, all right, you've got a deal, but with a couple stipulations. Ugh. 
Stipulation numero uno. I don't turn over nobody till you and Sean have successfully shown that your new anti-revitalized chemical actually works. Fine. That's fine. Stipulation number two. I get to live stream the whole thing on Pornstop, and we do it back at your old Donovan Labs, and no cops besides my cops. Okay, I feel like you threw in a couple extra stipulations at the end. It doesn't matter how many stipulations there are. It's just, do you agree or do you not agree to said stipulations, Margaret? You don't have to let them do all this, Mom. I'm sorry. Please stop that. Mom... I shouldn't have blackmailed you onto the sidelines of the company. It's rightfully yours. I was just sick and tired of feeling worthless, and I saw an opportunity. And I should be punished for this. Oh, honey. There's an enormous lawsuit waiting for you the moment I get you out of there. I'm going to destroy your finances, baby. I'm going to absolutely gut you, and your reputation will be in shambles. And you'll probably go to jail for all the fraud stuff. Maybe I will too, but I still love you, and I don't want you to die on this porn site. Okay, Mom. (laughs) I love you too. Don't want you to die either. Oh my God, did we just have a real moment there? Deal, you have a deal, Kevin. Woo-hoo! Hell yeah, bitch! I will see your sweet science-knowing ass over there. Oh, I'm not really worried about them. So, once Gavin Hollander's demands were agreed to, seemingly the entire world descended upon the place where this whole thing started. Donovan Labs. Where was I in all this? I was sitting in a mostly dark room somewhere, on the floor with my hands tied behind my back, beside a sleeping Charlotte, Bonnie, and Pistol. Laying on the floor beside us was something truly awful. The body of Donnie the driver. A brutal reminder from the Harry boys of what could happen to us if we tried to escape. Though none of us really knew Donnie Gupta very well, we knew we couldn't let his death be in vain. We had to figure out a way out of here. And then, somewhere out in the darkness of the room, I heard this. Oh my God, that smell! That smell is incredible. What is that? Holy shit. Is that a dead human? Yes. Fellas, dinner is served. On the final episode of Battle of the Bald, what was that voice? And could Margaret save Sean's life by finding a cure for the nightmare drug? Tune in next week to find out. Battle of the Bald was written and produced by Tyler Eaton, who is me. The whole series was safely recorded during quarantine, mostly in people's closets via Zoom, and in the studio at Pinkcroft Loft. This episode featured voice acting from Rebecca Usoro, Connor Cacciatolo, Eddie Pepitone, Jackie Cation, Alyssa Poteet, John Yabez, and Dan Black. Our thumbnail artwork was done by Ethan Marler.
A new episode will be out every Monday between now and February 8th. I'd really appreciate it if you shared the show with your friends, especially the bald ones, and maybe leave us a review to help us bring in more listeners. You know, if you if you like it. If you want to find out more about the show, check out tylereaton.net or find us on Instagram at Battle of the Bald. Thanks for listening. <laughs>